0: Hey there horror fans, my name is Justin And my name is Brandon And this is Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror Where every other week, Justin and I get together and we talk about all things horror Movies, games, you name it, we cover it So come check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Google Play You can get a hold of us at podandgore at gmail.com As well as on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod
1: Hello, welcome to a Nerds World podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm your other host, Justin. Welcome. Hello, dear. Got an exciting episode today.
0: I know, you can barely stand it. When you pulled it out of the frickin' tub, you were just giggling like a schoolgirl.
1: Oh, man. And I had never (laughs) seen it, so I was like, okay, cool, it's fine. We are talking about Starship Troopers. Would you like to know more? No not really yes you do shut up <laughs> i mean yes of course yes <laughs> Tell i'll me blast more. you with my bazooka guns and nuke them and shit i'll blow this place up <laughs> i'll, I'll
0: spray you with arm melty goo it's <laughs> orange
1: <laughs> yes folks we are talking about the starship troopers franchise itself Ooh. yeah and <laughs> i was pretty surprised of how much information there was about this series because i've only seen The movies, except for the last movie that came out uh, two years ago. Hmm. But we'll get out to all that. But yeah, wow, there's just a lot. So let's get started. Yeah. So, Justin, what is your uh, history History? with this?
0: Uh, My history is two weeks ago, you pulled Starship Troopers out of a bucket and said we're going to talk about it. And I had to watch it. So, two days ago, I watched it. (laughs) Now I had a friend that liked it a lot but and it kept going, Oh, you need to watch it, need to watch it and I just never did. So and that's one of the things that I like about doing this show in Pod and Gore is that I get to watch things that I've never seen but always wanted to or have never even heard of. Like when we did Quantum Leap, I'd never seen that before. So it's just kinda nice.
1: Yeah, no, I I I love this show for uh kind of prompting me giving me more of a reason to look up some of this information, like more deep dive, or mm-hmm. watch, say, like the last movie that came out for Starship Troopers because I've never seen it oh. and wanted to, and I paid money for it. Now I, am <laughs> glad I didn't. I, no, no, we'll we'll, talk, we'll get to it. You know, uh, we're gonna do things slightly, a little bit different uh, since Justin hasn't seen all the m- movies, and nor
0: was I going to. <laughs>
1: Maybe I might change your mind. One
0: day I will. I'm just saying I wasn't going to in the span of the two weeks I had.
1: But yeah, and I had a pretty busy schedule too. But uh, instead of a top five, which there were like uh, five movies, but this is a pretty easy list and we're going to probably mostly talk about the first movie, Mm -hmm. but I'll give some fun details on all the other movies and let you know if I recommend them or not. Hopefully you like it. And we'll just go from there.
0: Cool beans.
1: Yeah. So Starship Troopers is based off of a book created by Robert A. Heinlein, published in 1959. Uh, he served in the Navy. He endorsed the anti-communist sentiment of the Cold War era. Published through uh, G.P. Putnam's Sons. A, the book is described as a bunk-length recruiting poster. It is set 700 years into the future, ruled by Terran Federation, narrated by Juan Johnny Rico. A very, <laughs> yeah, it's a very right-wing book, but in the book, he's Filipino hmm. as the head narrator. Mostly the book, from what I read, it sounds, I, I read just a little bit of the book. Yeah. I, I do have a copy of the book, and true, true. It, it is not my taste. I was just kind of like, uh eh yeah yeah i just want to hear some fucking bugs getting killed (laughs) yeah and it just it was just very slow and i was bored by it you know so not as many explosions no it's a lot of it's like flashbacks of him in school Mm -hmm. and also to the bugs i mean not so much on the bugs bug fighting. even though it's mentioned in there and it includes other information uh like a Another race of beings that are not mentioned in the movies at all called the skinnies an alien race that kind of has an alliance with the bugs it seems Hmm. from uh drawings i've seen of them it's kind of cool looking they kind of look like from that movie john carpenter of mars you know
0: Mm. yeah
1: yeah uh that failed disney movie yeah yeah (laughs)
0: I never saw it, but I heard bad things.
1: Yeah, but the designs were kind of cool, though, <laughs> in my opinion. But, yeah, it is. the book introduced the idea to, of powered armor machines into the American imagination, so before Iron Man, I'd say. Really? Yeah. I,
0: when I was mean, the book made?
1: 1959. I'm not going to oh, say yeah, okay. it's a soul <laughs> No, no, provider, but yeah, that but is
0: before Iron Man.
1: But so far, yeah. Basically, I feel like this book... To best describe it, it seems more like a full metal jacket, you know, like mm. it kind of goes through the boot camp, right? Uh, you know, just through the Joker's uh, time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, won a Hugo Award for Best Novel in 1960. Yeah, that's mostly what I have, you know. I mean, we'll discuss some of the differences a little bit when we get to the actual movie. All right, cut to 1988. <laughs> Yes, there was something before, before the 1997 movie Starship Troopers, and that would be the 1988 anime called Utsu no Sensei, or known as Universal Warriors or Universal Soldiers, or some some okay. type of translation like that. It's a six episodes of mecha space opera directed by Tetsuru Amino, produced by Sunrise. Mecha designs were des- were done by Kazu <laughs> I'm You're get Doing screwed. so well. <laughs> I know, I'm getting <laughs> screwed on these uh names, but uh Kazutaka Miyataki. <laughs> I only bring him up because he he's responsible for designs of other mechas like Macross, the TV show. Mm. I don't know you don't know your anime as much, no. but Macross is a pretty big deal. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh Mobile Sue Gundam. But unfortunately, uh, when the show aired, Heinlein passed away right beforehand. So the the first part of the yeah it it was uh, dedicated to him, and the show was yeah it was kind of interesting. <laughs> like I like the mech designs for being 1988, but they weren't really bugs. They kind of looked like pink goo with beaks and eyes to them, oh. shooting lasers. Okay yeah it's fair enough. it's not, yeah, and I love the translations of what Japan made for uh, <laughs> like the football scene like they do in the movie, mm-hmm. even though I don't think it's in the novel, but for the for the anime, they have a football scene in the first part, and the football <laughs> colors or the logo on it has two hearts overlapping each other. So the football team was the double hearts or double love, or I don't know what it was. I was just laughing at that's their logo, you know.
0: Nothing's more fearsome than two hearts punched together with love.
1: (laughs) It just makes me laugh thinking like what the Japanese translation of American football was like. (laughs) Okay, uh, they need something powerful. How about heart? Yes.
0: Nothing runs without a heart.
1: You know, it runs cool with that uh, Captain Planet show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I gave a Japanese person a French accent. Oh, wee wee. So, we, we. so there was that. There was also like a role-playing board game that came like in the 70s as well hmm. called Starship Troopers. But it, it wasn't as well made. Uh, it got re-released later on and made into something a lot better and more coincides with the movie. That's so, good. Yeah. Uh, now we get to the movies, but <laughs> ma, ma, I'm not going to start with the number one because I feel like we're going to be at that one for a long time. Or yeah, should we? We
0: we can do that because I have a top five list of my five favorite scenes. Yeah. To talk about the movie, so we okay. can we can well, end on the first one if you want. This is okay. your show. Yeah. We're...
1: Well, it is my show now. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then next time it's mine. <sighs>
1: Well, we get to the movie franchise, and I'll I'll provide some facts to it. So okay. the movie rights were bought by Sony Pictures. Mm-hmm. So Sony Pictures was developing a screenplay, but a writer pointed out to them that this seems very similar to Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. and so they quickly bought the rights to it and made it their own. Sure. Throughout all the movies, though, one thing was pretty consistent is that Ed Niamir... Yeah, I can't pronounce anything today, folks. I'm sorry. But pretty much all the screenplays, except for one, were all written by Ed Niamir. And even one was directed by him. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. So now I want to talk about... uh, Before I get into more of the movie section, I want Mm -hmm. to talk about a TV show that aired in uh, 1999 through 2000 called Roughnecks, Starship Troopers Chronicles. That's a very long title. (laughs) It it is, too. And unfortunately, it did not air its entire run of TV shows. Mm -hmm. But the CGI wasn't too bad. It was uh, for being at that time. Yeah, it was. I I don't know how to. Good enough. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the intro music was cool. And from what I read of the story. I, I couldn't have I didn't have enough time to watch these but I did watch at least one episode and right. I kind of liked it. It wasn't, you know, I I liked it better than uh some of the sequels of the movies. <laughs> Let's just well, put that it that. Yeah, uh it aired weirdly on Fox Kids. For sure. Because why for, not? For uh, an adult uh, rated R movie. Yeah. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. Some of it aired on Fox Kids and some of it aired on sci- the sci-fi channel. Supposed to have 40 episodes, but ended with 37 due to resource problems, which even some of those episodes were done in a clip show, unfortunately. Oh. But the idea was to have planned for eight campaigns, each to be broken down to five ep- episodes, to kind of have that weekly airing. Mm-hmm. Each one, each campaign was kind of where they were located at, like five episodes were on the planet Pluto. Mm-hmm. And other planets, like the planets of the Skinnies, uh, the Arachnids, and the last one sounded pretty cool to be ended on Earth, where the bugs have reached planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, and it also introduced the Skinnies as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they look pretty cool on there, too. They had, like, suits as they worked. Well, originally they they worked with the Arachnids, but then... They were somewhere in the middle, started working with the humans. So, I mean, I don't... Again, I'm sorry for the fans of this. It seems like there's quite a bit of them out there. Like, Mm -hmm. they've even made a a campaign to try to make a movie of this. But unfortunately, that never got made. Uh, Some of the directors on commentaries have gone on reading and saying what would have happened for uh, the final campaign
0: right i'm surprised that they haven't with them having so many sequels i'm surprised they haven't just made the show into a trilogy of movies
1: i i agree it's i mean it's seemed pretty cool but the reason why i couldn't find its audience is because they were some a lot of the stations were airing them at 5 a.m 6 a.m and on the sci-fi channel seven thirty a.m so it's yeah, not an ideal time for any anyone really. Yeah. Yeah, besides being responsible for bringing the skinnies onto the screen, it's also gave Dizzy, the chick from mm. like it has the characters from the first movie. Yeah. But it, this but it never mentioned her full name, so this show gave her a full name, huh. Isabel Dizzy Flores. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I thought was a fun little fact about the show. Indeed. Now let's get to, uh, now that we got the show out of the way, let's talk about the movies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me at least go through the, let me go from the worst to the best. And okay. W- I think we all know what the best is already before oh, even listening. Silly. What what two. you're here for. What the majority of you are here for. No, not two. <laughs> that is the, I'd say that is the top of the worst. Really? <laughs> I, I have seen them all. I just don't remember two and three as well. Mm. So I watched a couple clips just to give me a reminder. And mm. oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Two was like, it seems like a college student made this film. Oh know. And like, even the guns, like, everything looked the same except for the graphics for the bugs. Like, the bugs were really downgraded. Like, they should have gone with a TV show version of the bugs. Jesus. It doesn't help when they. Show clips from the first movie going like, yes, we are attacking the bugs. Look how good that looks. Now look at this piece of shit. <laughs> as That's they surprising. Fight. Yeah, and you don't really see gunfire. Like, you see them shoot, mm-hmm. but you see like a flashlight, you know, blink. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh,
0: <laughs> Jesus. I'm surprised. Like, oh, it's as well as one is received by most, the fact that... Like, I could see them by, you know, four or five or whatever having... You know, shittier budgets, but mm. the second one.
1: Oh, I'd say that was the shittiest budget. Uh, yeah, and they even have one character that was in the first movie. Well, not a character, but they had. Yeah, none of the original characters are in the second movie, of course. But they had one act actress. She was the captain pilot of the first movie, like of uh, Carmen. You mm-hmm. know, like the yeah that old lady. But well, she's not wasn't too old, but sure. She was in this, but written as a different character. Of course. I'm just going, she was in the movie. What are you doing? (laughs) So we are talking about uh, Starship Troopers, Heroes of the Federation from 2004. It originally was going to star Clancy Brown, who was in the first movie. The story is a bunch of these troopers gets locked, pinned down in a station. And in this station was a... The hero of the Federation, uh, kind of a badass guy, which we see Clancy Brown kind of do at the end of the first movie. But since he had scheduling conflicts with uh, the HBO show Carnival, mm-hmm. which, awesome show. I hope people <laughs> go check that out. Yeah, he wasn't really, he didn't have time, so they created a new character, which wasn't too good. For sure. sure. Uh, Captain V.J. Dax. Yeah, and that's mostly it. I just watched some clip of it, and yeah, I, it didn't make me want to watch it any further. Which so, one was that? Uh, Starship Troopers 2, Heroes Two. of the Federation. Okay. Yeah, so that is my least favorite <laughs> one. Fair enough. Now, Starship Troopers 3, Marauder, the re- released in 2008, seemed to have a better budget because they got Casper Van Dien back into the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the writing is not. I mean, it got a little, it it kind of seemed more like the first one, but that uh, propaganda mm-hmm. shit, the commercials was turned up to like 11 of really? crazy, you know, like the first one seemed their commercials of propaganda, you know, like join the army now. Yeah. This one was like bashing you on the head of like, do it, do it, do it, you're smoking <laughs> yet? There's yeah, there's a fat reward if you go against these peaceful protesters. Oh, and guess what? God exists and he wants us to kill bugs and he wants us to win. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so they brought religion into the franchise. Uh-huh. It it's just really weird. It, they have a guy who, well, in the in the movie Marauder, they some of these troopers crash on a on the planet and they're walking what is calling to them, and they get called by a god bug. Hmm. I don't know why they had to put that in. It it looks, and the god bug bug looks like uh, Cthulhu, kind of. (laughs) Okay. And, yeah, and the brain bug also also from the first movie is Mm -hmm. also in this, but it's, like, withered and dying almost, but apparently it's been selling... uh, putting out telepathic thoughts to somebody. Of course. To, yeah, and it even does like brain explosions to Scanner other... Scanner style? Yeah. I, I was just going like, ah, oh, what? Hmm. But it's all right because we got Casper Van D in a giant robot suit. Oh, well, that's always good. Along with a group of people also to mow down the bugs. And yeah, the bugs look a lot better. A little bit. Mm-hmm not great a lot a little bit better than the second one yes (laughs) yeah they even had a song in there that is in the theme of like christian rock song you know like it's a good day to die and
0: okay (laughs) you're not really selling me on ever wanting to watch the sequels oh
1: no like (laughs) i i don't i don't recommend two and three to watch but if you want some if you like to know more Uh that's available out there thank you yeah (laughs) you don't want to see it do you (laughs) not yet (laughs) well hopefully i can convince you of these other two movies besides the first one Uh starship troopers invasion released in 2012 directed by shinji aramaki all right so these were done in cgi style the story is pretty much troopers going after a ship that has a queen bug on it that is heading to Earth. And the CGI is actually done very well. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the faces. The faces look kind of weird to me. But they have, like, these different characters that stand out kind of like in the first movie. Yeah, there's a lot more action to it. The bugs look good for what it... I mean, it's pretty much... It looks like a video game cinematic, you know? Yeah. But... It looks really good. They introduce new characters. they They bring in some old characters from the from the book. Like pretty much what's consistent with most of the franchise of Starship Troopers is Johnny Rico, Carmen Ibanas, and Carl Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're they're in this movie, you know, kind of helping each other out or whatever. but i I definitely would recommend this movie. Fair enough.
0: Well, I think, I mean, even the first one has its moments of kind of really shitty CGI. And so I think the idea of having animated versions of this is like the way to go.
1: Yeah. But I thought the first one had really good. Really pretty good. (laughs) Mostly. We'll we'll talk about it. Because I got some fun facts about that. Oh, good. So I recommend that one. That's my third pick. Mm Mm-hmm. My number two of the movies would be Starship Troopers: Trader of Mars, released in 2017, on the 20-year anniversary of the movie franchise. Oh. Yeah, and it brings Casper Van Dien back as Johnny Rico, voicing the character. Of course, it was really good. I was actually that—that's the one I have not seen, and I really liked it. The action was great. The oh, they even brought. Dina Meyer, who voy- who uh, who played Dizzy in the first movie, mm-hmm. yeah, how? Uh, through mental projections from Carl uh, Jenkins, like kind okay. of like a motivation, like Rico, <laughs> oh, come on, let's let's go blow some shit up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> right. the the story is of uh, Rico. Like this is a, actually more of a sequel to Invasion. Those two movies are pretty much ignore two and three so these are As the should be yes <laughs> definitely so trader of mars pretty much has a sky marshal amy snap who looks like a 20 who's 27 or something who's high up in the ranks everyone all she cares about is being liked in the polls and having more political power sure and mars is has been infected with some bugs that she knew about, but wasn't going to say anything because the people of Mars are pretty much against the war on the bugs because they're like, no, we believe in peace. It'll never happen to us. And Rico is training the Mars, uh, citizens of Mars, because he got demoted from the invasion because a queen bug landed on the planet Earth. Uh. So he's training these new guys to fight these bugs, and that have invaded Mars. And this gal, uh, Amy Schnapp, not oh, Schnapp, snap. Uh, Sky Marshal Amy Schnapp, with two peas, huh. uh, to blow up Mars just to save everyone a headache and. She keeps uh, Carl Jenkins locked up and beaten because he knows about it and he doesn't want that to happen because he wants to learn more about the bugs. Sure. And, yeah, I mean, I give it two thumbs up. It was really good, I thought. Mm. But, I don't know. Hopefully people feel the same way. <laughs> it it does have some of those commercials, but not as crazy as sure. the first movie, of course. So I see and I
0: liked them, and it was interesting now that we're kind of finally into... The first one, I'd imagine.
1: Yes, yes. Let's let's finally get to what we're all here for. Starship Troopers, 1997. Let's go. Justin. Boom. Well,
0: I mean, again, having not seen it before, I wasn't sure what this deal was. And the constant propaganda, I was like, okay. I thought, I was wondering if maybe the war against the bugs was fake. Like they were making up this war to destroy this race and they weren't really that bad in the first place they were just like trying to kind of like in uh, Captain Marvel the scrolls trying to or the Kree trying to make people believe that the scrolls are bad mm-hmm. when really they're just you know trying to find a new home and then of course all the bugs kill everybody and I realize that it's real
1: <laughs> yeah no they these bugs are they're mean well, bugs well yeah but it, in the movie it kind of makes it seem like people are kind of the bad guys in this yeah and like might is right kind of attitude yeah i
0: mean it's very much we are good they are bad brainwashing you need to be a citizen and all this you know propaganda talk and it was like okay is this in a movie nowadays i feel like that would be fake and it would just be them brainwashing the people to try and get them to do something
1: well, a lot of the reviews thought this was real. That the director believed that this was a good idea. <laughs> I could see <laughs> When that. really, he was making satire of this. Which, by the way, the director is by Paul Verhoeven. I don't know. Oh my gosh! How could you not know the the genius behind RoboCop and uh, Showgirls uh, and <laughs> huh. Hollow Man and
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Strike <and> Two,
1: <laughs> Total Recall. <laughs>
0: The original or the new one? The original.
1: Okay. And Basic Instinct. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see? <there laughs> Bit of go. a
0: mixed bag, but all right. I'll take it. <laughs> True,
1: but I mean, you know, you see a lot of the RoboCop in this, yeah. you know, and also there were sets that was used from Total Recall into this movie. Of course. Mm. <laughs> but what they don't, what the critics didn't know about uh, Paul is that he is a World War Two. uh, he was in the Netherlands when uh when it was occupied by Nazi Germany at the oh. time. So they yeah, they didn't fully know the genius behind this. Right. It was too smart for people back then, I think. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Not that I believe that any, you know, like <laughs> any of the propaganda that Michael fucking Ironside was saying in his classroom. <laughs> Can we say how badass that name is?
0: Well, he's just awesome in general. Like, everything he's in, he's awesome.
1: Well, I don't know about Karate Kid 3, but... <laughs> well, not
0: that the movie itself is awesome, but he is good in it.
1: Yes, he is always a badass dude. Yeah.
0: I was, And that was the thing, is, not, again, not having seen it, I wasn't sure if this was a comedy or if it was serious. Mm. And so it really kind of... Toed the line between, I'm not sure if I should be taking this drama seriously, or if it's all just sort of goofy, like, Galaxy Quest nonsense, but especially when the the action and the killing started, it was like, Jesus, this is a lot more brutal than I thought it
1: was going to be. Being, uh, having your podcast, Pot and Gore, Uh, how would you rank the gore in this?
0: Fairly. I mean, it's, it's pretty high up there. I mean, I've seen some pretty gross shit. Mm Mm-hmm watching a bunch of horror movies so it it didn't phase me but it was startling because I didn't know I didn't I wasn't expecting it you know I was I didn't really register that it was R and so I was just like oh it's you know again like Galaxy Quest like oh it's just gonna be a fun space romp and these you know putzes going around shooting bugs and then that first invasion happened and people are getting decapitated and stabbed through the chest and all this crazy shit. And I was like,
1: okay. Well, it almost got an NC seventeen. I could because see. Because of four seconds of uh decapitation. So they got rid of that four seconds, but when it got on TV, that four seconds was added back in. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's so kind close. of Yeah. Uh basically just nudity was put out, you sure. know, covered and and, uh, this, I, I don't think there was swearing. Was there
0: some, not, well, I mean, not like, not you know, enough fuck. to make it noticeable, but you know, I think there was a shit here and there. Yeah. But it was mostly the nudity and the violence and even the nudity. I was, I saw it in the, you know, rating thing and I kept kind of waiting for it. And then the, you know, the, the shower, the shower thing happened. I was like, well, I guess that's what they meant. I, and then fast forward, and it's like, oh, okay.
1: I liked it, not not going like, oh yeah, I like the women in it, and mm-hmm. you know but no, I liked how it. They were just so nonchalant. You know, go like, oh yeah, you know, um, like they're all one What's? gender. Like it didn't really matter. they yeah. were all they were all young, beautiful, and <laughs> all like totally cool with hanging out. You know, like oh yeah, yeah, why not? And the reason why, fun fact, uh-huh. is. Uh, The director was saying like, hey, I want to do like a fashion show, but without the fashion in this movie. Can we do this? And they all were not comfortable with it. They pretty much told him like, hey, you know, we're not going to do it unless you do it. So he got naked. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And the cinematographer, Joss Vecano, was a nudist. (laughs) so they were able to do the whole scene all naked and yeah all right and all in one take (laughs) because they didn't want to have to do it again well i mean i feel like well i feel like they all had fun making this movie oh yeah yeah so i mean it's just kind of funny that you know that scene was so like yeah well thanks to the director being naked equal Mm -hmm. rights everything was cool yeah this movie 1997 this movie had a lot of actors in it
0: yeah i was very surprised at how many as it kept going i was like oh it's that person oh it's that person oh, them."
1: <laughs> yeah casper van Deen playing johnny rico carl jenkins played by neil patrick harris was not expecting that or uh, as some people joke with him about it uh doogie heimler <laughs> <laughs> yeah for his awesome outfits in there Carmine Bonn played by Denise Richards. In a
0: surprisingly good acting performance from her. I mean, as as Denise Richards' performances go. Uh, Well, okay. (laughs) Good compared to other things I've seen her in, like that James Bond movie.
1: or Miss Christmas.
0: eh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It was tolerable. Actually. It was Snow Christmas Jones where I wanted to jump off a cliff every time she said a thing.
1: Yes, yeah, super smart to be <laughs> but the movie funny thing though, pretty much all the deleted scenes in this movie were all her scenes. Really? A lot of so they had like uh screen tests for this movie mm-hmm. and people were very vocal of how like they were going like, I really don't like her. Playing Johnny up like that. Yeah, and, that was kind of and the surprise. Going thing. with Going she with was this. Really new dude. Not likable. Yeah. Like, so there's like a lot of minutes of her like not Huh. I just assume yeah. that
0: was on purpose and it was I mean, it's not like it's that crazy a thing to happen, maybe to see in a nineties movie, but nowadays, I mean that's that's just a normal character reaction.
1: Yeah. So and we also get Dina Meyer as Dizzy who mm-hmm. was a man in the book. Oh, uh, there's no relationship going on in there you know, between him and and she, you know, he gets killed, too. And but I I love Dina Meyer. She I thought she was great. Uh, she was a great actress in this movie. Yeah. and I, I mean, I've else. seen her in
0: tons of stuff. As soon as I saw her, I was like, God, I know that face. And she was on mm-hmm. Friends. Yes. For a couple episodes. And she was in the Saw franchise.
1: And she was also Batgirl. Who I think oh, that's is right. the best Batgirl to ever. shoot. At least a Silverstone wish- guy. Uh, you shut up! <laughs> don't bring, don't bring that here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Birds of Prey on purpose. Yes, so, so
1: she was in Birds of Prey as Batgirl slash Oracle, which highly recommend the watch for yeah. <laughs> fans. Maybe one day we'll get to it. One day, uh, Jake Busey as Ace. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i would yeah that that creepy smile and the crazy it's look he's given he's as, so
0: creepy all the time <laughs> like when he's playing the fucking the violin. violin
1: it's like like mm, yeah. good lord
0: that's frightening yeah
1: i'm playing you romance <laughs> it's a cool violin though I got yeah it's admit. a cool
0: violin made horrible by jake busey
1: uh clancy brown as the boot camp uh i forget the name but I like his character.
0: Well, it's Clancy
1: Brown. Yeah. You know,
0: Every thing he's in, he's great. But of course, it was a war movie, so they had to get Clancy mm-hmm. Brown in to be some sort of general or sergeant.
1: Of course, Michael Ironside as uh, Ratchet, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, leader of the Roughnecks and teacher. Which in the book, it was two characters put into one. Yeah. So he had a teacher and. Uh, that makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> so substantially more sense. Uh. Amy Smart. I did notice that. Dean Norris. Yeah, from Breaking Bad. Mm. Yeah. I I, I love him. He's so cool. And Rue McClanahan from The Golden Girls. She huh? played that she played that teacher uh when they were dissecting those bugs on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. She
0: did look familiar, but I wasn't oh, sure. Oh, she who was she was.
1: She was in good makeup, you know. Mm. But yeah, no. I just loved all the casting for this movie. It's, yeah, it, this movie is just my guilty pleasure of like movies to watch. I can see that. <laughs> it's it's one I would definitely
0: <laughs> watch it again. I don't think I will do it anytime soon or like run out and buy it. But yeah, I mean it, it is one of those fun movies that you just put on. And go oh, shit, it's Neil Patrick Harris back in the '90s, and you know, oh, looking a him kind of a little, dickhead, and,
1: wearing an SS outfit. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um for those who haven't seen the movie, the movie follows these three characters, Carl Jenkins, uh Johnny Rico and carmen ibanez uh through the war of the bugs. Uh it's vastly different f- Yeah, like like I said it's different from the book because the director never read never finished the book either.
0: Sure. Like <laughs> god, this is boring. And making a movie out of this shit.
1: Yeah, he said he was depressed by it. Huh. Very right-wing book, you know, against his style. Set in the year 2197 instead of 700 years into the future. sure. sure. So uh, being not uh, able to, wanting to read it anymore, he wanted to undermine the the ideology of the book. Mm-hmm. So using what he knows from uh, just kind of making fun of it and just he wanted to tell the world that a right wing fascist way of doing things doesn't work no one will listen to him so he was going to make a perfect fascist world everyone is beautiful everyone is shiny everything has a big gun and fancy ships but it's only good for killing fucking bugs <laughs> fair enough yeah i i love that line i would just go like yeah that it that would work in that kind of world <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the filming was done in uh, wyoming for the bug planet, mostly. The beginning scene, as we talked about the propaganda, it is modeled after Triumph of the Will, a 1935 Nazi propaganda film, and it's pretty much shot for shot. Oh, really? Yeah, like, showing, like, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. Ha, 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 ha. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, it definitely felt very World War II era, like, do your part, support the troops, do... You know, collect your scrap metal and all that shit. Just amped up to a billion.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you were talking about the visual effects of the film. What? Well, it's the,
0: there are times where it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times it didn't. And when you have that in the same movie, it's jarring. Because it's like, oh wow, that's really cool. And then in the next scene, it's like, oh, that
1: happened there. So, let's move on from that. So this movie was nominated for an Oscar that for that year <laughs> for best visual effects, but it got beat out by Titanic <laughs> yeah, as as it that. beat out everything else. <laughs> Which I don't know. I didn't think Titanic had that much great graphics. The ship, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, Man, compared to compared to making bugs and I don't know. I would
0: say that the task. Was greater for Starship Troopers, but the execution was better in -hmm. Titanic because there is not a scene in Titanic that doesn't look like
1: they just sank a boat. (laughs) Maybe it was maybe when the ship split, is where I was having my going like, "Eh, I don't know. Fair enough. But the visual effects coordinator was done by Phil Tippett. He also. He's a veteran in visual effects. I was going to say that name sounds familiar. Yeah, you should, because he worked on Star Wars, Robocop, and Jurassic Park, as he did kind of the same styles as we discussed in our commentary special. Mm -hmm. Listen to it, people. It's awesome. Indeed. Uh, Mixing practical and visual effects, as we talked about. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, that's the way to do it, especially back then. And it gives you a reference. That's one of the things that sucked about Jurassic Park 3. As they leaned so hard on visual effects before they should have, that it looks corny as opposed to the first one, that looks amazing.
1: Yeah, what were what are your top five?
0: My top five. Let me pull out my phone. Uh, my number five on favorite scenes in Starship Troopers is the guy that gets shot in the head during the live fire training. I was not seeing that coming. Like that was
1: for yeah for being how quick that is.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Like, it was, the scene was just going along, and I was like, oh, this is this is interesting, and it's still pretty early on in the movie, so I wasn't, you know, we hadn't seen the big bug massacre, so I didn't know what to expect, and then his head gets blown off, and it's like, oh, shit, like, he just <laughs> fucking died, like, he got someone killed, that was insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was just nasty, mm-hmm. just, it was so, yeah, someone knew too much yeah. <laughs> to make that work, so...
0: Uh, my number, f- are you doing, do you have a list of anything? I
1: didn't make a list of that, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll say some scenes I, well, maybe I, I'll, all right, I'll, I'll think of them right now. <laughs> uh, I would just,
0: if you had a different top five list or something that you were going to do, but I can just go through my five now.
1: Uh, maybe I would say for me, I, I like the, uh, well, I would say the shower scene, but if we're going off of action, you know, of all the action shots, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would go with that uh, headshot. You know, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all fighting, and no, I'd say the ships when they're flying over Klendathu, mm. and all those uh, the beam things. Yeah, and they're just up. going like someone made a big goddamn mistake, and that was cool. Yeah, but for some reason Carmen survives. Doesn't make any yeah, sense. It
0: it looks like she just got blown up in the like, face.
1: The the hull got. Guy- <laughs> <laughs> blast it open
0: into her face that's like, the they only show it
1: that's the only plot point i have to point out that i think doesn't work i'm going right. like what in this movie of giant bugs this does not work <laughs>
0: you gotta walk that line mm. uh my number four is the in-world ads the military propaganda yeah it was it was really just interesting i mean it was funny but at the same time it was so especially at the beginning when i was thinking it was a trick it was like it's so well played as to what it would actually be like that I enjoyed
1: it. What was your favorite commercial out of all those? Like, or I don't little... remember
0: one specifically. <laughs> it was just the whole the feeling. Of, like, I loved that they were giving the kids guns. Yes, that's my that favorite one. That one is just like... Are you... That's when I thought <laughs> the, like, okay, this cannot be the real.
1: The mom's so excited like,
0: yes, yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> and going just... Ape shit crazy as these kids are just stomping the bugs and the the soldiers are like, Yes, yeah, good. Here's a big ass gun. <laughs> yeah, and
0: do your part and they're squishing bugs on the freaking concrete.
1: <laughs> Speaking of commercials, one fun fact I can say is Ed niemeyer is it cameos in it as oh. the guy who's gonna be put on death uh on death row. Oh. And they're like live showing yeah (laughs) at 11 or something
0: (laughs) that was nuts too they're all so freaking crazy that's why i was like there's no way this could be a real thing and people are (laughs) buying into this and this isn't it almost some sort of subliminal messaging it
1: almost feels like he's kind of like predicting the future of like hey or or kind of like a cautionary tale like hey you better watch it we better not become like this you know like it just almost feels like it could happen right I mean even in the and the trade of Mars movie uh they even have they even updated some of their commercials or even their social media being uh fed fedbook oh god yeah. <laughs> and they even have like it's live like nose. yeah we're the Mars guys we're going to shoot up these bugs woo <laughs> oh no yeah, So it's almost kind of like okay, I could see this working even more. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so all right. Um, well, do you have a four? Yeah, uh, I would say I, I'm just doing top five like action shots, mm-hmm. and besides the ships being blown up, I gotta go with uh, in, uh, when they're walking around, you know, on the bug planet, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, just shooting bugs here and there but like nuking a nest yeah that that explosion shot is so cool bah, 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 you know coming mm-hmm. towards you and yeah that was pretty cool and they're getting carpet bombed by these uh stealth bombers and mm-hmm. that tanker bug is introduced you know and yeah that was fucking cool rico making like exploding that thing just because of his uh uh skills in oh jump ball <laughs> is that's what, what they call yes <laughs> jump ball not football jump ball
0: <laughs> where they use a football but it's a, a inside chrome but there's
1: <laughs> and they're, yeah yeah it's a weird sport it looks like it doesn't make any sense it looks like but anyway I'm that's sure that's fun. that's my fourth one that that whole action scene
0: uh my number three is the giant bug that shoots the arm melt goo fire yeah (laughs) that was fucking cool like just the design of the bug was cool i was totally not like they showed the regular ones and then they showed some i think they showed some other ones like the flying ones or whatever and i was like okay
1: so the ones we see the most are called warrior type bugs uh the flying ones are called jumper bugs or something like that and and then the tankers
0: yeah and i just seeing that fucking thing come out i was like i was not expecting something that huge and then when it, it looks like fire but then it gets it on the guy's arm and it like just melts it away which is super freaking cool
1: yeah and it doesn't quite make a whole lot of sense no so when rico cool. is like covered also in that yeah same kind of innards of the goo i don't know maybe i don't know the biology of these bugs sure. but <laughs> it has
0: to go through the Whole thing yeah to activate maybe the it needs a little fire sp- melty thing
1: needs a little sparky sparky to it or mm-hmm. your uh, number three my number three i have to go with uh when they land on Clindathu and they see these uh bugs that are shooting out their ass like up into the sky and <laughs> and they're just getting slaughtered you know after being like yeah we're gonna do this Woo! Mm-hmm. and they get on the planet they're like oh my god let's get out of here ah!
0: that's my number two when they go to that first assault on the bug planet and it's like yeah we're gonna kill them all and they'd get ambushed and you know it's when you first see the carnage that this movie is gonna you know inflict upon us mm-hmm. and seeing all the heads chopping off and the pinchers through the freaking chest and shit it's like oh shit yeah. this is intense they
1: did such a good job At just, you know, decapitations Mm -hmm. and these, the way these bugs move and fight, even though uh, (laughs) Paul Verhoeven uh, was the stand in for some of these bugs. So he'd be like putting his arms out. You could see this on like uh, special uh, features on Mm -hmm. the disc where he's doing like the daddy shark or daddy. (laughs) alligator or whatever like chomping you know go like I'm a fucking bug or something (laughs) like that like this is what I do
0: (laughs) at least he's excited about it that's good
1: yeah well I mean they made you know they made the practical effects of this you know and they also like had like some sticks you know like all right, people this is where the bug would be (laughs) (laughs) that'd
0: be fun yeah So, so that was also my number two so what would be your
1: number two my number two Kind of a small moment, but I thought this was kind of badass way to go. It's that one guy. This is at the end of the movie after the brain bug kind of leaves, and that uh that the black guy who gets pretty much gets stabbed and he's going like, Gimme the nuke. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? He's like, trying to kill some bucks, sir. And he's like, ah, you
2: like that? You like
1: yeah. that? <sighs> You know, and they're just all running off, and he's... Oh, there. He's just making a last stand. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm getting excited just from how he's like... <laughs> he yeah, wants to shoot some cockroaches, And just goes out with a bang, and...
0: You right. know, I just...
1: I I don't know. I just like that way. <laughs> they're just all programmed to be like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to sacrifice myself and... For the bugs. Yeah. You, did you know that... I didn't write down his name, but that actor... Uh, if you're a Walking Dead fan of the TV series, he mm-hmm. he plays the priest or that oh, preacher guy.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought he looked familiar, but I didn't look into it, who yeah. he was.
1: See, there you go. I
0: learn something new every day. Yep. Whether you want to or not. Uh, my number one is the big assault on the desert base. Yes. Where Des dies. Of... That was nuts.
1: Oh, that whole that whole thing. I love that. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite. Yeah, that's my number one too. Yeah, just it's just
0: insane. The droves of bugs that just come along, and you got the flyers, and you got the big tank ones. And it's like holy shit! Like they just get overrun well, so quick. And the
1: build up to it too, like they're they're going to a fortress that they get a beacon a distress call, and they're there, and everyone's already dead, and they're going through, and Michael Ironside with the coolest line going like. They sucked his brains out. That was
0: fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, he's just digging his metal fingers in there like... That was, fucking... that was gross. <laughs> yeah. And just just mayhem. They're just going like... You know, they realized the bugs set a trap and they're going like, All right, everything you got. You know, and just a w- swarm of bugs just mm-hmm. coming to him. And, yeah, it was just nuts. Yeah, like you said, and... And uh, Rico killing uh, Ratchek, you know. Mm-hmm. After he goes, like, you know what to do. <laughs> Even though I would be like, oh wait, no, no, no! You can put, <laughs> you can put prosthetic legs on me. No, <laughs> <laughs> I meant, you know what to do. Save me, save me. Yeah, and dizzy getting killed. That yeah, that I sucks. didn't see that coming. Oh yeah, no. I, yeah, she should have lived. Yeah. Carmen should have died. <laughs> I'm a Dizzy fan for life. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Wild Things.
0: I want to watch Saw.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the uh, yeah, and the music they played mm-hmm. and how it mirrors uh, the movie. Um, oh, I can't remember. It was like Zulu or something. Like it's an old movie with Michael Keaton in it, where the British Army fights kind of this African tribe, and they're kind of walled up, kind of. Kind mm-hmm. of almost in the same way of, like, fire at will and, yeah. you know, like, huh. almost matching that. That
0: sounds vaguely familiar, but I I'm, can't place it.
1: Yeah, sorry if I can't remember the name of that movie. I Yeah,
0: it's... But I'm with you. That That's was it. your top five? That was my top five.
1: All right. I got a lot of fun facts. Okay. But before I get to those fun facts, I also have to say there's other... There's more. Ooh. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yes. Because this is rated R, of course there was toys for kids. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a weird thing. But the toys look really cool. And I'm, I'm a little shocked that you don't have any of these toys. You just know. by accident? Well, <laughs> uh, the toy line was by Galoob. Do you know that yeah. to- brand? <laughs> what, what were some other toys they made? I don't I didn't... know.
0: I just, I've known the name.
1: I don't know. Okay, I've never heard of that when I looked that up. But I love the warrior bug they made for it you know it it looks cool there was also also these micro toys and action figures of Johnny Rico and of course all the other characters with yeah it's just kind of a weird to advertise to you know like yeah buy this you know but that Paul uh, Verhoeven guy uh, he i don't know there was like a kids show and toys line for RoboCop yeah you know he just has that magic touch of like Oh, I can make this rated R movie a cult classic and toy lines for you.
0: For more money. Yeah. Yeah,
1: there were RoboCop toys. Uh, I remember those. Yeah. There was comics to them from... Uh, they sold the comics rights to it to Dark Horse Comics, Mongoose mm. Publishing, and Marcosia. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. But I checked out some of the Dark Horse comics, and they're okay. They're... I I didn't read them. True. Sure. they're not. I didn't. I don't know. They didn't. I didn't like the art style too much. Hmm. I did read the movie adaptation, just seeing if there's any differences. Yeah, uh, it seems to be narrated by Carl Jenkins. You know, hmm. yeah, it's it's okay. Fair enough. So some fun facts: Casper Van Dien was not the original choice for this movie. You want to take a guess at who? <laughs> Brad Pitt. Close. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Not not close. That's not close. (laughs) He turned it down, though. But I'm just thinking, like, we're going to shoot some fucking bugs. (laughs) What? No. (laughs) Are you a (laughs) cop? We're going to be in the roughnecks here. (laughs) Ratchek's roughnecks. (laughs) Who are? Would you like a yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry just (laughs) i think that was for the betterment of the movie that he was not involved well i'm looking at his uh imbd right now and there was nothing really i don't know i'm i'm seeing like it would have
0: kept him from it
1: well i'm seeing like credits like marky mark uh, Mm -hmm. uh music videos it seems yeah uh fear he did like in 1996 have you not seen that one? No. It's really good. Uh, where he's kind of a stalker. Hmm. Uh, well, I guess he did something good. Uh, Traveler was not a good movie, but Boogie Nights, uh. though, that kind of skyrocketed his fame. So, okay, uh. he made the right call, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, when you get offered a movie about killing bugs, I'd say take it. Got to kill some bugs. <laughs> Uh, you
0: got to kill robots instead for Michael Bay.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Man, forget that movie. <laughs> I try. The composer was by Basil Paladoris. I- I've been saying a lot of names on this one. Uh, he worked on RoboCop. Sure. So, uh, and has done Conan the Barbarian.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of cool to get some of that... Awesome, badass music in there. Yeah, Yeah, like I said, movie nomination for best visual effects, lost to Titanic, which Mm -hmm. everyone did. Sure. The armor can be seen in Firefly. I noticed that one right away as soon as I seen it in the train job episode, as the Alliance army is wearing that exact same armor, but painted slightly purple.
0: Huh. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, having not watched this when I had seen Firefly, I didn't pick up on that. And I haven't watched Firefly in forever, but oh, that's I, cool.
1: I noticed it right away, but mostly because I watched Firefly and diehard Browncoat fan. What? what? <laughs> uh, it was also used in Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Oh, no. I, I, that one was new to me. I was like, oh, very funny. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and just going through, Gerald Ford's son, Stephen Ford, mm-hmm. was in it. He was the guy in the drop section of the movie going like, you shoot anything that has more than two legs. You get me? Yeah. You get you, sir. That was Stephen, uh, that was Gerald Ford's son. Oh. Our past president. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It is not officially confirmed, but it seems this movie has used the most ammo than any previous film. Weapons coordinator claimed that the crew shot over 300,000 blank rounds. Jesus. Uh... And, I can see that. Yeah, and with CGI, I can't see any movie like ever... Needing com-
0: to top that?
1: Yeah, yeah, ever coming close to it. There is a Seattle rock band called Minus the Bear. <laughs> in 2002, there are a few songs that are in references to the movie, uh, such as You Kill Bugs Good, Man, and Damn Bugs Whacked Him Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in 2011, Neo H. Moore... Moritz, if you don't know that name, he has produced the Fast and Furious series, hmm. has plans to remake the film and to be more faithful to the book. And in 2016, writers Mark Swift and Damian Shannon, do you know those names? Frankly, Well, you should because these guys have some credits to some past movies we've done. Uh, they were reported to be writing the film. They also did Freddy vs. Jason oh. and the Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Oh,
0: that's probably where I know. <laughs> uh, <I'm from>. uh, <laughs> oh, oh,
1: <laughs> I forgot they
0: did. The, that was the same group because it's like Freddy vs. Jason sucks, <laughs> and the, How the dare you reboot is so good.
1: How dare you? <laughs> uh, 2012 Slant Magazine ranked number twenty of a hundred best films of the nineties. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, besides those fun facts, that that's pretty much all my fun facts, but they also had a bunch of games. They had a pinball machine, which looked all right. It looks kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, miniature game, uh, the role-playing game, like I said, board games. They also had video games, one called Starship Troopers, Terrain Ascendancy. It's a real-time tactics game. Didn't look too fun to me.
0: Mm. And it seems like this could be a really cool game. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big video game person, but it seems like you could have some a lot of fun yeah, with a video and, game about this.
1: Yeah, well, there was one that seems closer to what it would be called Starship Troopers. It's kind of like a first-person shooter game. Yeah. Kind of has a little bit of the more of the movie in there. Like, you know, they have that bunker thing, but it, it doesn't look too great. You uh-huh. know, graphics. I mean, it would be great for a reboot, you know. Sure. And that is everything except for Funko Pop. I forgot again. <laughs> <laughs> well, they made some though, didn't they? They only made one, one. And it was just made this year and it's Rico, Johnny Rico, of course. covered in that orange goo that should you know, be melting splattered. his face. <laughs> yes. And that's the only one they made. I have bought that immediately as they announced that. I was like, of "What? Course. Yes. <laughs> this and needs sold. This needs to be on my shelf." If there were more, I would love to have a Michael Ironside one, yeah. a Dizzy, and I kind of thought I think uh Jake Busey. I would love to have his because I could just imagine <laughs> for the that. Teeth alone, yeah, for the teeth, exactly. <laughs> I was just going like, you know,
0: I would like that. that. Be so funny, yeah. I okay, I forgot about this again, but I've. Would say a Jake Busey if they yeah. give him like rabbit teeth, would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yep. And I can't uh, imagine they won't make more. I I hope they make more, especially maybe a, uh, oh a Doogie Howser. Yeah. One. I mean like, Doogie yeah. Heimler, <laughs> one wearing that black outfit. You know. Yeah. And yeah, that. That is it. That is it. Venito. Done. With Starship Troopers. Hope you enjoyed. Well, I know
0: I did mostly. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I really hope this inspires people to watch not just the... F- I mean, you're here because of the first one, really. Sure. But I hope this encouraged you to watch the TV show. Tell us how that yeah. maybe is. I mean, I would love to watch it. Mm-hmm. Watch Starship Troopers Invasion, Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars. Please watch those. They're really good. You can watch a lot of these on Crackle right now. Mm. Sometimes it's free on Vudu or with commercials.
0: Yeah, I watched the first one uh, free on Vudu with commercials.
1: The TV show is a little harder to find, though. I had a hard time. so I don't I think so, yeah. yeah. YouTube? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. Some nice souls. And some people that commented on there claim they worked on there. So they oh, kind of wow. gave some fun background information. So, hmm. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so I hope you like this. Please, if you're... We like to thank all of our fans out there that have... Well, yeah. <laughs> five like fans. Like and, and... <laughs> um, Yeah, to like, share, subscribe, uh, review us. You know, it'd be great. We we love to hear your comments. We like seeing you guys on our social media boards, on our Facebook at a Pod, Twitter at a Pod, and our instagram at A&W pod. Yes. That's a-n-w-pod.
0: <laughs> Wherever you find your pod.
1: Yes. Yeah, and please
0: do. It really helps us out. Give us uh, ratings on the uh, iTunes. Doesn't have to be a good one, just anything will do. Um, just you know be honest feedback is always welcome and it helps boost up our uh, presence in searches. You know, the more we get the more people can find us and the more we can spread the word and get more listeners yeah. and keep the show going. And
1: if you have ideas or anything you like us to do, uh, we can definitely jump it up, you know. Yeah. You know, kick something new in here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean mostly we just pick topics that are either relevant or like I just did pulled one out random one out of the hat, oh. which is uh relatively relevant okay All things considered yeah just, which i'll get to in a second but if you have one uh shoot us an email facebook whatever you know whatever media you do you know and and we will definitely give it a look see awesome so yeah without further ado what is it justin dc animated movies Ooh. yeah I we just had my... a new one that came out like two weeks ago with perfect, wonder woman so. perfect
1: timing well there's other ones like Teen Titans versus Teen Titans.
0: You mean Justice League versus Teen Titans? Oh,
1: yeah, that one. But that also came out relatively within the same time, yeah. I think. So, anyway, DC animated movies. Yeah. Perfect. I I love these movies. I can't wait to talk with you Justin about these movies.
0: Yeah, I think we'll have to see how vast we go. If we go into like The Mask of the Phantasm and all that fun stuff. But We'll, 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 we'll talk we'll on it.
1: Yeah, we'll discuss. So anyway, again, appreciate you guys listening. Mm-hmm. Catch us next time. I am Andrew. I am Justin. And we'll see you around in a nerds world. Bye. Bye.